What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with Conspiracy Episode 23 of the No Mercy Podcast. On today's show, Bob sang songs, I Found God, Janet Drank Beer. That's pretty much uh, how the show went, to sum it up in 30 seconds. But uh, in all seriousness, we covered a lot of ground today. We went into the World Health Organization. We went into Lady Gaga's Little Monsters, which came after my head, the Church of Satan, Marina Abramovich, Trump's trolling, 5G, uh, you name it. We went down 100 rabbit holes, Bill Gates, you know, you, you name it, we covered it on this show. But I uh, just wanted to thank you guys for the support of the podcast, the support of all of us on Twitter, and the support just backing us all up as we're going through this together. Uh, the, the where we go one, we go all is not a joke. This is uh, it's an awakening that's taking place. It's a mission we're on. And I am honored to be one of the people that uh, you guys are allowing to to speak for the community. So really appreciate you guys. Uh, also, in return, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be giving you guys more access to us. I talk about it in the beginning of the show. I don't want to spoil it. But uh, we've been teasing this for a few months that we had something big going on behind the scenes to get more video, get more interaction, uh, get more access from us to talk to you guys and you guys to talk to us directly. So uh, that's coming. Stay, pay attention to the beginning of the show. Uh, we dropped that pretty early on before Bob drops his amazing songs <laughs> that you're going to hear. Uh, big announcement coming up for this week, I think in a couple days, uh, probably Wednesday or Thursday drop. We're going to be having Kurt Schilling joining us. Uh, any of you sports fans know exactly who Kurt Schilling is, superstar pitcher of the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Boston Red Sox, most notably uh, the Bloody Sock game that broke my heart forever. I will definitely be bringing that up. But you can follow him on Twitter and should follow him on Twitter at Gehrig38, G-E-H-R-I-G-38. The thing about Kurt is that he, similar to Larry Johnson, who you guys know I've had on here a couple times, one of my boys, um, is taking his platform and using it for good. He is one of us. He is a part of the movement. He is a part of the revolution. He is part of the storm. He is a patriot. He is a Trump supporter. And he is out there, very blunt, very direct, no holds barred, going right at every issue and someone we need to not only be thanking but supporting. So really excited to have him on. Been a big fan of him all through his baseball career, uh, even when he was on the opposing teams, just because of the way he attacked the game and he's attacking Twitter and this revolution the same exact way. So really, really excited to have Kurt Schilling on. So uh, get over to Twitter and support him. And that's about it. I don't really have much else for you. So follow us uh, at No Mercy Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Same thing, at No Mercy Pod. That will be pretty important because there's a very good chance I'm three tweets away from getting my entire account banned. So uh, that'll be an easy way to find me uh, until we get the site up and running where they can't touch us. So uh, without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 23 of the No Mercy podcast. We are missing one of our soldiers today. The bod is not able to be with us. Uh, He had some personal obligations he had to tend to. We are going to recap what's been going on since we last spoke to you guys. But I first want to bring in my co-host, Bob's Lessons. What up, Bobby? Dude, what a time to be alive, man. And you are officially a marked man in the Twitter sphere. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to uh, talk about that because I woke up to these just a... So many tweets about your recent thread, which, by the way, was a really good thread, but it seems like you uh, stirred up a hornet's nest 
Yeah, I kind of went in there and hit the nest with a bat. Yeah, so, I would uh, say that. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> a little we'll, bit more than we'll, stir it up. Yeah, no, I kind of walked in and drop kicked it. So <laughs> we will we will be talking about that and all these little monsters which are creeping all over my Twitter right now. Right. But before we do, we will bring in the queen, Deplorable Janet, at Deplorable Janet on Twitter. You can follow at Bob's Lessons on Twitter and then me at Tommy G. Janet, how you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. How are all you sexy fuckers doing? I'm doing good. I really enjoy me and Jan- Bobby. I don't even know if you know this. Me and Janet had like a 10 hour phone call the other day. Let's drunk. get into it. Let's get into it. No, no, that stays private. I'm just saying we're cheating on you. This is no mercy, right? Well, dude, listen, <laughs> what me and Janet do behind closed doors is not the business. Well, of anyone. what's mine is yours, Tommy. What's mine is yours. Speaking about what's yours is mine. I have something of yours <laughs> that I would like to start the show with. Here. Oh, my. So, so for those that don't know. We are, uh, everyone keeps asking. Obviously, we've, we've all added a lot of followers of late with all the chaos that's been going on. And a lot of people are saying, you know, where's your YouTube page? Where's your this? Where's your that? So I want to let you guys know we're actually in the process of building a No Mercy site. I won't give you the name. I won't give you any other details on it outside of telling you we are going to have a site. I'm also in the process of building YouTube pages. So we will all, all of us, all the cast of characters are here on the show here. Uh, we'll have our own YouTube pages, a group YouTube page. Uh, we'll be able to take calls, uh, pretty similar to True Reporting. Thomas from True Reporting actually is uh, one of the people helping me set it up right now. So a lot of big things coming from uh, the mercenaries here where we're going to be kind of expanding our reach and doing more video, doing more swag. We're going to have merch. Like I have a whole mothership coming, like an empire that's coming for you guys so you can get as much content as physically possible. But we're all kind of discovering our new talents, Janet. And Bobby, uh, we already know he's a musician and he plays the guitar and he writes music. And uh, Bobby dropped some gems on us this week, didn't he, Janet? He did. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing because he's pretty talented in a lot he of is. different ways. Yeah, I, 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 <coughs> I sent it to Janet. Um, she told me she had to pull over because she was almost pissed herself in the car. I did. The, the, the second one is the best. But let me do this. So I'm going to try. I'm going to turn the mic as far away from my mouth as I physically can so I don't laugh during it. So here is at Bob's Lessons, Bobby's Bill Gates song that he threw together in how long, Bob? I wrote this song in, I think, three minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so let me see if I can do this. Now, we don't have uh, we don't have the bod here who's normally the producer. So I'm going to handle all this. So this whole file is probably going to get fucking deleted. But uh, let me try it anyway. All right. I'm going to now debut the first Bob's Lessons No Mercy uh, parody song for Bill Gates. Bill Gates, save me from myself. Bill Gates, save us from ourselves. Don't know what to do I don't have a clue COVID-19 Got the best of me You created Microsoft We'd all be better off Taking your vaccine In your digital tracking Bill Gates Save me from myself Okay, 
That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. They're my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of all of it is you're just like, <laughs> save us from ourselves. Bill Gates. Well, it's such a funny premise because it's like, you know, like I was kind of like like the Team America World Police where you're relying on celebrities, you know, to like decide your fate, you know, and we're, li- right. we're relying on this fucking tech guy. We're relying like, on this guy him. named Bill Gates. Bill Gates. <laughs> so the funniest was the people that didn't realize it was a satire song. And they're like, Bob, you must, your head must be up your ass right now. <laughs> like, I know. How, how can you not notice this is satire? <laughs> I, Janet, I want to play the other one. I like the new one. I so want to hear it too. I want to hear it. You have to do it. You have to do it because it's fucking funny. I, I like the Biden one better than the Bill Gates one. And Bo- Bobby wants to wait till he's finished with it. But it, I mean, he might change the whole thing. But uh, I don't give a fuck because it's uh, it's my show. So I'm going to play it. And you kiss my ass. Do so it. Th- do it. If me and you've been, uh, let's, let's put it you to a vote. To Bob. Let's be, or we're, hold on. First, right. we're fair and balanced here. We'll put it to a vote. So, uh, who votes no? <laughs> I vote. I vote no. Okay, Janet. I'm a yes. I will be yes too. All right, it passes two to one. All Woo-hoo! right, the vote passes. All right. All right. So, do you want to preface this, Bob? Yeah. Well, it's just a you know, it's a parody on Bill Gates' uh, mental decline to the tune. No, of, Joe Biden's. Joe Biden. What did I say? Bill preface Gates? it. Do it right. Said Bill Speaking Gates. of mental decline, Bill Gates. Um, oh, Bob has mental decline too. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's a it's just a parody on Joe uh, Joe Biden's mental decline to the tune of uh, Old Town Road, <laughs> a very familiar tune. Which was this. written in the shower, by the way. <laughs> nice. I either all I, right. I write all my songs while taking a shit or taking a shower. So I think everyone does, right? Like that's <laughs> the that's that's the echo chamber of vision. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's get, let's get to uh, number two, uh, and and this is the type of stuff you could expect. Obviously, we do a lot of the hard hitting conspiracy stuff too. But one of the things that I've found and been frustrated with throughout the industry, there's some people who do a great job with it, but a lot of times you guys have seen that. You know, the you see these hour and a half long documentaries, which such good information, but everything is so fucking boring and the presentation is so terrible. And it's like you almost don't get to the good stuff. So what we're trying to do with the new site, the YouTube pages, the podcast, everything, Twitter, be kind of funny, have some fun with this shit, too, on stop it, just, you know, kind of saving the world here. So uh, we're going to have a lot of stuff like this. But Bob's parody song number two, the Joe Biden song. Uh, to Old Town Road, ladies and gentlemen, Bob's Lessons. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take Biden Joe to an old folks home Cause his mind don't even work no more Gonna take Biden Joe to an old folks home Cause his mind don't even work no more Corn popping Cadillacs, Lady Gaga's got my back I can't remember Jack cause my brain is melted wax. I had a dream that one day our kids will be judged not by the uh, uh, you know the thing. I can't even remember nothing. Don't even know why I'm running. I can't even remember nothing. 
no teleprompter. I begin to stutter. Blonde leg hairs in the water. Can I sniff your daughter? Challenge you to push-ups. Tell the working man to shut up. Socialists are fed up. Bernie, you got set up. Can't even remember nothing. Don't even know why I'm running. I can't even remember nothing. Yeah. Old folks home Cause it's mine Don't even work no more Gonna take banjo To the old folks home Cause it's mine Don't even work no more No more That's a rough draft I'd fucking die It was so hard not to laugh During that My, my, my favorite is Blonde lake hairs in the water Can I sniff your daughter <laughs> the best part oh my god the sniff your daughter part dude i swear to god i was in the kitchen and trump was just coming out when i heard it and i fucking turn around and i'm, I'm sitting i'm like all right let me hear this but i thought it was gonna be like the gates one and dude i literally dropped a bottle of vodka on the floor i was laughing so hard as I was <laughs> now you know why i had to pull over because i was <sighs> driving <laughs> i mean oh i can't god. wait till we throw a video on that you know oh. and really tighten that one up that's gonna be good dude, trump might use this I would oh, be, that would be that would be awesome if he used it as like a campaign video. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, so no, listen, we just watched what he used today, right? Was I that know, Car- right? Carpe Diems? Uh, yeah, whatever trying, it was, I, I don't know if it's Carpe Doncum or who it was, but yeah, that, that, um, no, that's fine. But uh, yeah, he used a. Uh, I mean, it's the same premise. I mean, it, it's a meme, whether it's a song or a video, but. Uh, what was it about? Oh, the, like Joe Biden talking about corn pop. It was and, yeah. It was it was basically the the line that used when he was talking corn popping. Yeah, yeah. Was and the leg hairs and the roaches. Leg hairs yeah. and roaches. <laughs> like Obama's just sitting there with his black what? friends. Like what? <laughs> oh my god! It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That video. If you guys didn't see it, go to Trump's Twitter. I retweeted it. I think the whole. Uh, any patriot out there retweeted it. But I mean, Trump literally is just trolling the ever living shit. Uh, and I want to start with that. I mean, we might as well. It dovetails right into it. But yeah. I mean, if you could see a Photoshop video <clears throat> of Obama and Biden and all that sent out by Trump, I don't know why we couldn't see this song get tweeted out if you put some visuals to it, because you have visuals to the gay ones. But yeah, by it, the way, Bob, yeah, bravo, if, Bob. I appreciate that. Thank you. And the, the here's what I love about it. We talk about memetics and memetic warfare. And satire is a really good way to get your point across quick, to get the message out there quick, you know, and it's funny and it's entertaining, but also it has a hint of reality to it. You know, we talked about that meme Epstein didn't kill himself mm-hmm. and why that was so important. Cause then you get the normies out there that want to get involved in the hashtagging and, you know, they make it, you know, with the Bill Gates, they may sing along, you no know, Bill Gates. Come mm-hmm. and save myself. I don't even remember. <laughs> you know, and uh, so you get them singing along and, and it, you know, people don't want to read sticks. like 15 page articles and long news sources and dry, um, you know, you know, like like some YouTube, like I like some of the dry stuff, but there's a lot of people out there that won't take the time to read it. Well, or- I'm, I'm ADD as fuck. Yeah. So like if someone sends me something like, you know, the, the nice thing about, you know, having this new, you know, like influx of following right like sixty thousand new people that weren't here you know a month ago it's great because i get a lot more information just funneled to me right like right. The, you know tommy check this video check this video check this video and you got to sift through it right and some of it's dog shit and some of it's like bangers right like i think out of shadows well, i was tagged in right away right fall the cabal i was tagged in pedo gate 2020 i was tagged in so there's some some bangers out there which i want to get access to 
But whenever I see something, because there's so many things that come at me in, in a given day, if it's an hour long or if the first minute is just like some guy going, I'm going to, I'm, I'm out. Well, like it's I funny can't, because so. you always used to kind of la- you know joke with me a lot because the videos I would send you would be like two hours long, you know, so right. or like yeah, you know like Kurt it. would send you a six hour video, you know, so yeah, like I can't do that. So you know, this if you is can good. bang I out mean, like a one minute, two minute song, get your point across, get in and out, and make people laugh at the same time, you know. Then you know I have people from both sides that have you know listened to the video, like they even like okay, this is funny. Even you know even right. the people that might be supporting Joe Biden, they're like this is right. Crazy. And it, and that's it's really what they did with Epstein and Janet. We talked about this on you know the podcast right away when we kept saying Bob, you brought up the mimetic warfare, right? And the reason it works is because you sometimes being so deep in the community and you know knowing all this stuff and studying this stuff for decades, most of us, it's. We it, people have trouble relating to the normies, like Bob said, right? Like it's tough to break through that initial wall, kind of crack open that door so that you can let yourself in. That's what I do with a lot of these 30 part threads. I know a lot of people will read them and go, oh, I fucking knew all that. Yeah, but guess what? A lot of people didn't. And even if you knew it all, now you have something tangible that when someone comes up and says, hey, Lady Gaga's not a Satanist, you don't have to spend three hours proving your point. You just be like, here, check this. Or you could peel a video off it or use it and and spread it to them as much as possible. But the Epstein stuff, most of the people that I know who knew nothing about Epstein, when the memes went around, they would be saying, no, Epstein didn't kill himself. And I'd be like, who was he? And they'd have no fucking idea. Right. Right. They had no idea who he was, but they knew he didn't kill himself, Janet. And that was the whole point. We just want to open their eyes and then it allows us to step in. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Um, That's one of the biggest questions that we get all the times in our inboxes and whatnot is how do you break information to normies? Mm -hmm. And I think this is a fabulous way to do it. And I'm so glad Bob started writing tunes for us to to break shit down in in really small sections. And you can be like, here, honey, listen to this while you're making dinner. Right. Yeah, and it's and it's it's a sneak attack, right? And it's like catchy. it just sneaks in. Yeah, it's it sneaks catchy, in and then you're going to start singing that shit. Yeah, at the grocery store. You know, fuck, fuck. I can't get enough of Bob. <laughs> I yeah, I know. I'm fucking Bob, over Bob, him already. Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I'm I do. I appreciate. Thank you for plugging that. I appreciate the shout. Yeah, yeah, it's done. So stop thanking. You're done. You're done. It's over. Fucking go away. You're done with that. All right. So let's go into Trump's trolling now. What he's been doing, why he's been doing it, what it makes you think. Um, the we've noticed a increased vigor with Trump. Right. We've seen him literally just straight up fucking swinging swords from the podium. So I look at this and I'll take your guys opinion on it. I look at this as obviously we're in the eye of the storm. Obviously, shit's about to go down like very soon, very quickly. And we'll get to the Gaga stuff and all that in a minute. But I want to I want to start on something topical. But I look at this as just extreme confidence. Like I'm getting texts from people. Why would Trump do this? Why is he doing everything he's doing right now is calculated. He looks like someone, you know, when you think your girlfriend's cheating or you think your boyfriend's cheating and you really can't go at him because you're still kind of fact fine. Then you find the bloody glove, right? Like you find that piece of evidence where you're like, gotcha, you know, pictures on the phone, videos on the phone. And then you go at them with a whole nother level of vigor where, you know, you're about to drop a bomb on him. Bobby, I think that's what's happening right now. He's got what he needs. He's everything's lined up and he's about to go full on attack. Yeah. I mean, 
the the news cycle is turning over every hour. And that's why I tell people, you know, that I talk to the the main thing I'm focused on right now is the Trump pressers, because it's giving you all the information you need in the language that he's using now, like talking about, like, investigate the investigators and literally calling them human scum, you know, mm-hmm. and he's at the point now where I think like the levy's, you know, the levy has broke, you know, mm-hmm. and we're seeing a lot coming out, you know, with the FISA gate stuff and, uh, you know, the Durham report. So, um, it's, 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 you know, when I first started really getting involved in this stuff, it felt like the news cycle was giving me some really good information like once a week. And now it's like hourly, you know, like, like, but the Trump pressers to me is the number one thing. That's where you get everything. That's where he talks about light at the end of the tunnel. That's where he t- talks about defunding the World Health Organization. That's where he plays his own clips showing the media's hypocrisy, which I thought was a brilliant tactic. And they had no idea how to react to it. Like all these things, you know, and, and we even talked about not doing our podcast because there's a Trump presser going on right now. You know, that's like all the meat's happening right there. So, yep. Yeah. Janet. He said meat was happening right oh, there. Jesus. Janet, Janet, I need you to focus. Uh, uh, Janet. Uh, okay, I'm trying to focus. Beers <laughs> deep um, for you. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little tidbit of information that y'all may have missed because it wasn't mentioned in a presser. But you know, we've been talking about um, how child sex trafficking is extremely important and catching all these disgusting people, people who do that. There was a very large arrest yesterday in Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, There were four children that were rescued. The youngest was two months old. Um, These four children that were actually rescued were used in child rape videos and graphic images to promote child sex trafficking in the last couple weeks since the shutdown. Um, So there were 16 people that were actually arrested, brought up on charges, and it was like 12,000 charges. Yeah, uh, there was hundreds of incidences, right? Like, so a lot of people looked at this and I saw the story, you saw Bob's story, but a lot of people out there, like you said, Janet, may not have because it wasn't mentioned in a presser. They're not going to circulate it on the MSM. Right. But the thing about that is, yes, like people go, oh, it's four kids. Now we're no, 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 no. This is literally the exact thing that we're talking about, what they're doing with this like satanic, uh, just deep, dark art shit that they're doing, which leads to hundreds. Like you said, John, what was that? it was uh, over a thousand charges. Right. And in, right? and the wonderful thing is this was an investigation that was started by the United States hmm. Department of Homeland Security. So if you think if you think for a second that things are not actually happening under your nose, you are sadly mistaken. Right. Because it is. It is happening for sure. Bobby. Yeah. um, And, you know, Australia is part of the five eyes. So if you guys want to look into what the five eyes are, you know, they're basically five countries that kind of, you know, prop each other up and, you know, help with spying on each other's you know, uh, so like you have Australia, New Zealand, uh, the United States, UK and uh, Canada, I believe part of the five eyes. So anything, you know, it, we're not, you know, Australia is well connected uh, country and is, is deeply embedded in the cabal as well. So right. um, a lot of clowns in Australia, too. So the clowns are heavily involved with all the trafficking. So it, it fits the bill, in my opinion. It does. Right. And, and that's why when these people I mean, I get a lot of this with people saying and this will tie into the Lady Gaga stuff. 
the a lot of my friends, right? Because we've been talking about, about how they're trying to stop the sex trafficking. They're trying to, oh yeah, we got to be cognizant. You guys are fine with whoever just opened the beer because I'm about to. But it's we're me. on a different. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just, uh, I'm just letting you guys know live on air. We're not using our normal recording devices today, listeners. Um, we don't have the bod here who's a producer and we don't have our other producers. So we're just we're raw dogging this shit right now. So <laughs> me and Janet, me and Janet will open our beers. But hey, my fans love it when I open a beer. Actually, so yeah, you should go. you should open your beer. She, she, on she, the she mic. started pissing in the middle of a live stream. It was awesome. Yeah, I did hear I that. know. And it was funny, and the and the listeners were like, Oh my god, is that Janet pissing? And I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm human. I piss and I <laughs> piss a fucking lot. So and you're usually drunk. So there you go. Yeah, it all it all fits. Hey, more, you, more, wait, wait. This yeah. is really important. Do you know that there was a news story that came out last week that said people who are smokers and who drink are less likely to get COVID nineteen. I've been saying that for two months. That I'm ready for this. I said I'm built for this. And it goes back to the George Carlin clip when he talks about how he used to swim in the, you know, in the in the river in New York and, and he used to swim in shit. And he's like, My body's immune to everything. Nothing know, can affect right? me. You know? And it's true because if you look at the people I know that are the healthiest, if you look at Mad Lab and all these people who, you know, eat healthy, work out, do all that, they're sick all the fucking time. Right. And I'm never sick. And I'm like, the reason I'm never sick is because my body has been fighting off. Uh, infectious garbage my whole entire life shit every day like you know like you know we're we're practicing social distancing but then we saw owen schroyer of new news uh uh, excuse me infowars um driving down the streets of 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 austin texas and you know just large groups of homeless you know not practicing social distancing we're not seeing the homeless being flooded into these hospitals right now and they're all talking I mean, and, and there has to be something to say. I mean, it's like, so I put out a tweet. I was like, these people must have immune systems of iron. You know, like I, apparently the way to treat COVID is just to uh, expose yourself to the homeless and live among them, you know, because apparently <laughs> their immune systems are so fucking strong, you know, that that uh, none of them are ending up in these hospitals. I mean, it makes however, logical sense. <laughs> however, it, is, it ends up it is. You know, with British royalty, you know? Right, right. Celebrities, royalty, all the, well, I mean, we know a lot of these are fake, but- um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's truth to it. I think there's the truth to anything with that. Any, every part of your body is basically some semblance of a muscle, right? Like, you know, your immune system grows and gets stronger and you gotta, I think you have to keep it working. So those of us that smoke, uh, smoke some more cigarettes, people. It's going to keep you from getting COVID. <laughs> that is a, a wonderful message. Tommy G and Smoke and have Janet. some beer. <laughs> smoke and drink beer. Tommy G and Janet approve. We approve this message. So uh, I have no fucking idea what I was talking about right before then. Um, oh, oh, the uh, Lady Gaga stuff. So, so yeah. So the what happened today, for those of you that missed it on Twitter. So I wake up this morning, right? And the first thing I see is the Donald Trump uh, Pence troll job of biden and obama right so i come out of bed and i'm just dying like i'm floored it's like eight o'clock in the morning i just finished the lady gaga thread on twitter uh just go there at tommy g i'll pin it again now even though i don't have it pinned at the moment so i'll pin the tweet for those of you that didn't read it and it was basically a lady gaga satanism threat and a lot of people are saying a lot of our friends and normies and you know libtards and those people are saying nothing's happening nothing's happening nothing's happening and they because they, they're waiting for like Oprah to get peeled out in handcuffs, right? Today was a good example of why you're not seeing anything happening, okay? Because if you watch the reaction 
of these little monsters, as Lady Gaga calls them, her her crew, attacking my Twitter. And I've heard about this before, but you've never, until you experience it, you haven't really understood it. These, like, I had probably, I would say 4,000 curses put on me. Um, I had people talking about my family, you know, the devil's coming after you, uh, just just the most demonic shit, which and, I'm just dying and laughing blood. 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 Like, let me read this one. Uh, you have defiled the wrong demons. Your soul consumes. Satan is going to get you. Praise Gaga. Then Tommy G, you have defiled the wrong demons. Next one. Uh, your, mo- your money family second will bleed written for your children's ignorance. In the name of Gaga, we curse this person in his eternal torment. And it's written in Amaric, whatever that is. It's not Arabic, Amaric. So, I mean, these people are fucking batshit nutjobs, right? Mm-hmm. So this this is a good microcosm. And we'll get back to the funny thing about the Church of Satan and all that. But this is a microcosm of why these things happen have to happen slowly. Imagine just hypothetically. I'm not saying Lady Gaga is going to get arrested, but it's obviously on the list of things that could definitely happen. But imagine they arrested Lady Gaga today publicly and put her all over the news. Lady Gaga in handcuffs being arrested by Trump's task force, the military operation that went to shut down to sex trafficking. What do you think these 80 million little monster devil worshiping creatures would be doing right now if they're high priestess? Just got dragged off in handcuffs by the bad man, the bad orange man. What do you think they'd do? Are you asking us or speaking? Yeah. What do you think they'd do? <laughs> I mean, I think. That- Who the fuck else do you think I'm talking to? You're the only two on here with me. <laughs> so, I mean, I think if you attach the word Trump to anything that 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 the public it has in to general, be Trump. No, what it I'm saying to. is, I'm saying the what the naysayers would say if you attach Trump to anything is that it's politically motivated, and they wouldn't believe. Right. It. And what will they do? What will the little monsters do, Bob? So come to her defense. What are they going to do, Bob? There's they're going to riot. They're going to riot in the hotels on you or some shit. What are they? There's forty thousand listeners out there right now going. They're going to riot, Bob. They're going to riot. I don't think you're the only fucking idiot that doesn't know the answer to this question. You think Janet? What are the little monsters going to do? Well, Bob was busy playing with his dick at that particular moment. (laughs) They are actually going to go out in the street and riot, and here's why. Because they call her queen. Right. Right. And queen of, queen of the night? Is that what they're saying? Because I, I whatever. They, they say, they, you know, in the name of Gaga. They talk about her like exactly. she's like the, the, like how we would talk about God, you know, like in the name of Gaga. You know, it, it's, it's amazing. So, Bob, you have to think about it from the perspective that what would the, right wing do and the hardcore conservative base do if the Clintons went after Trump and took Trump out. If, yeah. you, know, uh, yeah. they, they, you know, it's the same thing the other way that Gaga's their Trump, right? Hillary's their Trump. Katy Perry's their Trump. Taylor Swift, Swift is their Trump. So this is part of the reason why, guys, you're not going to see this like just rush of arrests and they're wiping everyone out. That's not going to happen like this. You may see these people back in public. They may They may be back in public for an extended period of time. Like, this has to be a slow process because, in the words of Donald Trump, the cure can't be worse than the disease, right? Right. You can't have the solution of the problem cause anarchy and civil war amongst our country. So, you know, this is one of the things we have to be careful of. Any of you guys have any other points on this stuff? You want to know something really fucking creepy that I found out about her? Mm -hmm. Did you know that she's actually an ordained minister? 
She got. She thanks got. For, thanks for telling me before I, I did it. I know, right? Seventeen hour Janet. Wait. No, no, no. I stayed up like all night last night researching all kinds of crazy wild shit. Anyway, she she actually became an ordained minister online through a place called Universal Life Church Monastery. A monastery? Do you all know what a monastery is? That is men. That is like, you know, the the women have a convent for nuns. A, a monastery is dudes. But she got so are ordained. Are you saying on air that she's a tranny? Uh, I'm saying she's a fucking freak. But she, <laughs> Janet. she got, she got, she got okayed to do baptisms, people. Oh, which now, which is part of that about thread about that. the. I wonder if she did a baptism in that hotel room, Tommy. Think uh, exactly. I I mean, get, think about that. It just uh, our poor, oh, our, wait, poor, wait. Our, poor new, our poor new Christian base, which is listening to this. <laughs> okay, hey, you do get. We do get comments sometimes that are like, "I would totally listen to the podcast if, like, you guys didn't cuss because I can't stand yeah. talking." Yeah. You well, know on what? The, on... Suck my fucking tip. <laughs> that's not going to happen. So uh, for those of you that are new here, the on Twitter, we try to be a little more cordial. Here, no, there's no holds barred. So you're not going to get any of that. That's why so, it's called no mercy. That's right. But it's hey, not some mercy. Here's some, here's some extra information about Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. That, this is great, Janet. That really appreciate all this. When she started her lovely foundation, spent eighteen hours writing a damn thread, and this girl's I, got forty no. hours of research after Dude, I posted. I'm telling you, I stayed up to like five o'clock this morning. I, why couldn't like, you do that on fucking Saturday? I was busy getting my. All right, go. Busy getting my. Go, Janet. Go before you. Okay. So she. Actually, when she launched her new Born This Way mm-hmm. horseshit website um, initiative, she partnered with and had her initial meeting at where of all places, my favorite university on the planet, Harvard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she met with the governor of my home state. With the Dalai Lama, and when she did that, um, she was actually put on China's hostile foreign forces, like she was flagged. Uh-huh. They won't upload her music. They will not promote anything about that. her because she partnered with the Dalai Lama. Mm. Yeah, they've been trying to yeah, eradicate. She- they've been trying to eradicate the Dalai Lama for a while too. Just yeah. some just some weird sideline shit for there's you on of, Lady there's Gaga. A, there's a lot of stuff there, Bob, when we were talking about when I was putting that thread together. Me and you, Bobby, uh, with the assist on the thread, me and Bob were doing it together. Yeah, um, I took yeah. all the credit, of course, as I should. But, um, yeah, I mean, even the murder of uh, Lena Morgana, I think a lot of people didn't know about that. And that story right. is pretty fucking crazy. Right. Bob. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That was an interesting one. Um, you know, the, I was telling you the one that I kind of focused on was the the name Gaga as well as the mm-hmm. association to Queen. Right. Because, you know, I talked a lot about this One World concert that was last Saturday and all the people that were tied to it. You know, we were taking bets on what song they were all going to encore with. They're going to come out and sing Imagine. 
you know, and we were kind of joking about that. But when when I was kind of thinking about Gaga being named after Queen's Radio Gaga, then I was like, oh my god, you know, Queen. What one of their staple performances was at the Live Aid concert, which was like you know in 1985, maybe like 35 years ago. Same concept as what's going on right now. And then you know when you look at the video, um, the the official music video for Radio Gaga. It has, and I know you talked about this in the thread, but I'll just kind of elaborate on it. It, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Okay. it had the video, a video from a 1927 movie called Metropolis. And it, it's like towards the end of the Radio Gaga video, it shows the scene of this almost Aleister Crowley and like freaks, you know, like, like crazy scientists, you know, performing like a, um, you know, kind of like we talked about with the MK Ultra mind control electroshock therapy on a female patient that's sitting in this like almost looks like an iron lung or like a chamber. And transitioning her into a robot and which was yep. like metaphorical for mind control. But the important thing is that in the background of the, of the video, there's an upside down pentagram. So now you have a direct correlation to our uncle's favorite band, Queen. Um, you, the, I the, love the, Queen. So you have the correlation between that and Lady Gaga. And we also talked about with this mind control, when you look at synonyms for the word Gaga, right? So it's like, you know, either like, deranged or you know dizzy foggy brain absent-minded and then we also talked about how it's one of the first things that comes out of a baby's voice got goo goo gaga so you almost have this like rebirth right um so when we talk about mind control it's a literal like it's a dissociation and a rebirth into a new brain that they can tap into you know so that 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 kind of freaked me out just because you have this woman sit you know getting mind control performed on her. And then you go to Lady Gaga's Instagram and very recent, you don't have to scroll far. And there's very similar promotion, which shows her like coming out of her body into this like AI, like avatar almost. Like robot, like half robot, half human, half robot. And by getting a taste of her, excuse me, her little monsters today, I could tell they are definitely all brain dead Goo Goo Gaga robots. Like they are literally just the dumbest people you've ever seen. Uh, don't get me wrong. I did, uh, you know, go to a, a couple Bible verses and make sure to clear myself from their curses. So <laughs> I'm going to play it safe at the same time. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of palms reading there. But um, the uh, they are they're, they're brain dead, right? They're just brain dead robots. And the funny thing was, you know, we always looked into the uh, the Lena Morgana thing is very interesting because a lot of people haven't looked into that because the media buried it. And if you go look at any of the documentaries or read any of the stuff about Gaga and Lena, Lena was the more talented of the two when they were both coming up. And right. we talk a lot with Larry Johnson. Uh, he w- keep in mind when Larry Johnson speaks, you listen, mm-hmm. right? Because Larry used to live with Jay Z. Larry was the number one running back in the NFL at one point. Larry's kids played video game. He said this on the No Mercy podcast. We had him on the most recent one when he was talking about Dwayne Wade's sacrifice and how his son is now dressing in a crop top and nail polish and all that. And Larry Johnson said, that kid was an alpha male. How do I know? My daughter played video games with him growing up. Like he knew these people, right? Right. So he always talks about that sacrifice. We talk about a lot. You have to make that sacrifice. The more you sacrifice to the gods, the more they give you. And we know in the documentary I watched, which I suffered through for an hour and 40 minutes of Lady Gaga, she is, and, and I'm not trying to diminish mental health here because I have a lot of friends who have mental health issues, not trying to diminish it at all. She's batshit crazy, right? right? Like this is more than mental right. health. Like she, her, she's gone, like off the deep end. This was a Netflix documentary that was supposed to paint her in a great light. And I still walked away going, wow, she's crazy. This is not the woman who should be leading anyone into battle and anything or be the voice for anything. But 
the funny thing about it is when you look at the Lena thing, there's a part in the documentary where she says, and I put it in the thread, where she says she's crying hysterically about how alone she is and this and that. She's like, every time I hit a milestone, I lose somebody. You know, and she kept saying that every time I hit a milestone, I lose somebody. I did the movie and I lost this person. I got to 10 million records and I lost this person. I did this and I lost that person. Well, these are those sacrifices. And to get into the industry, Lena Morgana was her friend. They produced, they did songs together. Right. And Lena was the edgy, eccentric one. Gaga was the homely girl on the keyboard with the great voice, super talented, not taking anything away from Gaga's talent. Absolutely brilliant mind. Very talented. But Lena was the star. Lena was the one was, that was about to be the star. And then all of a sudden, three weeks before her Miss New York beauty pageant, and only about six weeks away from her first CD at the time, but her first album launching, she jumps off a building and kills I mean, herself. Yeah, yeah, and then a couple months later, Lady Gaga takes her whole persona, starts being eccentric, doing all the stuff Lena used to do. And then Lena's mother comes out and posts a video that she sends to TMZ saying, look at my girl in 2005 and look at Gaga in 2009. This wasn't a, this wasn't a suicide. Then Lena's aunt comes out and said, this was not a suicide. Why would please release her music? If nothing else, at least release the 12 songs that she had done and they wouldn't release her songs. There was a, no police report. You couldn't find a police report anywhere of her dying. People didn't even, they thought she just disappeared for the first six months because there was no record of it. That's a little too shady, Bob, for me to believe that there wasn't some foul play here, either with Interscope or the producer or Lena herself. But there was something that went on here where they went, one of you's got to go. Who's going to do it? And Gaga was probably like, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. And there was the sacrifice. So there the was a couple key things that you talked about that that really triggered me. And I can't believe I, by the way, I can't believe I've never heard of this one. Um, one is like you said, every time you hit a milestone, somebody dies. We right. see that very common. And the other thing I say to people is, if you don't think that there's jealousy or people will do whatever it takes to get fame and fortune, just look no further than Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, right around true. the time of the Olympics, and Tanya Harding was jealous of Nancy Kerrigan for whatever reason. Whether she, you know, she was on all the, well, she was going to take her medal. Right. And so, you know, that's what it was. Yeah. It was exactly. So, you know, whatever it is, you know, maybe she wanted to have the Nancy Kerrigan persona or, you know, some people dive deep. She wanted the gold medal. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever your reasoning is, there might be somebody in your way. There might be one person that's stepping in your way and you could say, I got all the talent, but she has the image. And it's really weird. That picture that you showed me of what she looked like before, uh, what was her name? Um, Lena. Lena, before Lena died, like, Lady Gaga's image before and after the quick transition. And so then when I was looking at, I think, uh, Just Dance, which was one of her first big videos, dude, it took 30 seconds into that video for her to start flashing Illuminati symbology. And it was happening frequently right. throughout the entire freaking video, you know? And those and you look at a girl who wasn't on the dark side before that. Like, right. this is the whole thing about Lady Gaga or Stephanie, whatever you want to refer to her as, when she was younger – you know, she was very creative. She was very talented, but she was not the eccentric one. She was the one with the amazing voice who was super brilliant, was fast tracked through school. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a little bit of like the nerdy theater girl, you know, and Lena was a little more of the edgy dressing in bras and wigs and all that kind of stuff. So to see her first video, like you said, Bob, be this done up Illuminati 
fucking thing two months it after leaving. Like, top. I mean, it, she well, didn't design that. They did. Here's another question. You said one of the, you know, because you, you said she's prime for this kind of thing. One of the things you said is that, uh, I believe, is that she came from a history of of abuse. Is that correct or is that not correct? Well, that's what's interesting. She so. claims that she was raped. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything on this, Janet? Did you want to touch on this? Um, She even put out a documentary, which, oh, Lord, we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, she she claimed that she was raped as a teenager. Um, however, there's no facts about it. There's no information about it. But I'm going to tell you something flipping shocking. Probably not really. Anyway, when she started her foundation, she partnered with colleges, textbook companies, and psychologist to develop how uh, psychologists, psychiatrists treat people with mental illness. Now think about that. If you think of Project Monarch, which is really, really important, what are the most susceptible groups that you can get it's the people that have been through generational uh, generational right. abuse. Abuse. Yeah. Sexual assault. Children that like feel like they don't belong. They have no family. They don't have any friends. They don't have anyone to connect to. And what is their first go-to stuff? Medication. Antipsychotics. Yeah. That have antidepressants, but antipsychotics are a big thing, huge push. And so, you know how I am. That kind of creeps me out because that is a target group for MKUltra. And and that's the whole thing with this. That it, it is the same script. I wrote it in the thread, and this ties into you know whether you're talking about Cardi B or Eminem or and I hate to. I, People have been hitting me up because I mentioned Eminem in there. Like, listen, there is no bigger Eminem fan in the entire world than me when I was younger. Like, right. th- like I went through a very tough life. Like, I went through shit that you guys know about that other people don't. Like, I had right. a really tough life. Not going to give you the sob story on here. Move past it. But Eminem was one of the things that got me through that. Like, I literally lived through this dude. I was like, the, what the he was to me with the Gaga is to the little monsters, right? But, I mean, I'm realizing now that, you know what? Uh, I think he's part of the bad guys, you know, and it's and it's just I just got to accept that and can't let cognitive dissonance get in the way. But if you look at most of the because think about it, if you think about it from a bigger picture, why do we focus on the celebrities and the musicians so much? Don't think why do we why do they you know, why did Katy Perry go from a failed gospel singer to all of a sudden like the high priestess of, you know, satanic symbolism in videos on Illuminati pyramids and, you know, covered in blood and getting I think she's getting eaten in a video. Right. Doesn't she get like laid out in a cannibalism video? And Lady Gaga, why is she what was came from, you know, what seemed to be a good family, very bright girl trying to figure it out on the Lower East Side. All of a sudden she looks like this. When you look at any of these famous people, Billie Eilish, you look at all the idols that we're worshiping now, Jay-Z, Beyonce, J-Lo and, and Shakira even. Shakira was a sweetheart eight years ago. You know, now she's, you know, sucking a microphone with veins at the Super Bowl. You know, why are they all going into this deep, dark symbolism in their videos, this Marina Abramovich type symbolism with sex and violence and rape and blood and all this kind of stuff? It's because it's not their choice. This is what they're told to do. You have to. 
I know it's hard to feel bad for people that are probably in a basement on Epstein Island, you know, doing what they do to children and stuff. But you do have to remember that at one point, these were kids that probably got MK ultra and brainwashed. And this isn't the path that they chose. That's why they all break down and short circuit as they get older. But, you know, the whole point about it is who's controlling them? Who are these people above them that are pulling the strings for these puppet masters? And who are, like Janet said, the most susceptible people to brainwash? So why do you think these people worship Lady Gaga so much? Because she breaks down all the time. Because she's a mental case. Because she had to take time off. Because her whole body aches and she can't perform. Because Taylor Swift, they love her because she's always getting dumped. And she's literally always getting broken up with. They can relate to them. They, so they they're trying to make too for a reason. Yup. And they're trying to make these characters like the people they're trying to brainwash. And that's what's going on. So this is a whole bigger game and whole bigger scheme here. You don't see many just good singers anymore. You don't see anyone who's pure at the top of the celebrity food chain. And that's why we need to call this. So when people say nothing's happening, right? Like nothing's happening. No one's getting right. Everything's happening. Mm -hmm. Look at, look at my thread. Look at out of shadows, 8 million views in three days. Right. That's something big that just happened. Pedogate, you know, millions of views. You look at all this stuff. Go to Lady Gaga's timeline. Bobby, you talk about this. The comments under Lady Gaga, the comments under Katy Perry, the comments under all this. Everyone's waking up. So it, you don't need a rest to have an awakening, Bob. And it's not even just the comments. It's the, it's the Here's what it is. It's the likes on the comments. So it's like the top 15 comments are all like, you know, you go on Bill Gates and it's like, we know what you're up to. We Bill don't want Gates. You. Bill Gates. Save us from ourselves. And we want like, you know, they're all saying, oh, we don't want your, you know. <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your beer and toast to that. Amen, amen. So you know, like the top fifteen, twenty comments on a on a Bill Gates Instagram post are, are talking about we don't want your you know uh, your digital ID footprints. We don't want your vaccines. We know what you're up to. You're the mark of the beast. And then you know you see Microsoft. You know we, we can talk about this later. Uh, partnering up with Marina Abramovich, which oh, it's yeah. like all of our worlds are colliding. All these people we're talking yeah. about are now linking up. And that video had to get taken down because. Because the up to like the upvote to downvote ratio, it was like six hundred upvotes to twenty five thousand downvotes in the comments. But we're stopped there. We did that. Yes, not me, Bobby, and Janet. We, right. the awakening, the army, the revolution, whatever you want to refer to us. We did that. That wouldn't have happened six months ago. Right. right. I'm telling you that right now. If that video in the same exact scenario in the world happened last summer, there is no chance that that thing would have got blasted, bombarded, and crushed the way it did. So when you say nothing's happening or when your friends say nothing's happening, we got a Marina Abramovich, high priestess of Satan, in combination with Bill Gates, commercial taken down in a day. Right. That thing went up on Sunday and was down was on fucking Monday. Down. And the thing is, we've talked about all these people separately as separate entities. But now they're connected. Gaga's connected to Marina Abramovich. Marina Abramovich is connected to Bill Gates, right? Mm -hmm. Bill Gates is connected really to everybody. He's connected to all the studies funding really on both sides. And so, you know, Bill Gates is connected to politicians. So now they're all, it's almost like a collusive thing. And that's why this, this, this World Health Organization One World Concert was like in a culmination of everything. Global health, 
celebrities in, in, you know, pushing these global initiatives. And the other the reason why I know that this crap is real, because if you watch this concert, you realize these people aren't that talented. So you have no, to know they terrible. did something. <laughs> they had to do something to get to where they are, you know? And that's the funny thing, Bob, as a musician, like I watch this and I'm like, these people suck. Bro. Like once you take away their studio and their producers and their tracks and everything, like they're terrible. So that's when you start to realize, all right, you know what? Lady Gaga, different story. I, I could write a whole thread bashing Lady Gaga and her Satanism and her little monsters and all that. That bitch is talented. She's so as talented. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably one of the most talented people ever to exist on the planet Earth. Okay. So I will give her those props. Super talented. But keep in mind, when she was first getting started, they were going with Lena. Lena was the one that was going live first. Lena had the image. That's where they were going with it. Lady Gaga, they turned her into this, you know, attractive thing, I guess, depending on what Lady Gaga you're looking at. Sometimes she looks like, you know, the Crypt Keeper. Sometimes she actually looks pretty good. But, I mean, they turned her into that. They could take anyone and turn them into anything, dude. Britney Spears has probably the worst voice in the history of music. Mm -hmm. And all they had to do was just, you know, tweak her up a little bit on the, uh, on the, on the boards. You know how that shit works, Bob. I don't. And next thing you know, you got a fucking song. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of continue on this stuff, you know, and I don't know if I'm going off. I, I think no, we're no, kind no, of on go. the same path. Go, go, go. What we're talking about here is what trauma based mind control. And we, we talked about how, you know, the most common people or the most people or the greatest targets are people that have been abused and also children. And so that's why. You know, when you look at like the finders and you look at uh, like the Franklin cover up, these are like orphanages of, of that, that have both. Not only are you a young child, but you have a history of abuse. So that means you are a prime target for this. We are talking about literal mind control, meaning like disassociation, like using electroshock therapy and other like satanic ritual abuse. Like these are the things that we're talking about to where you are literally programmed and that's why when you see things like celebrity glitching, right? Or I always refer to the Al Roker one. If you want to go see one, to me, the Al Roker one's crazy because they almost have these trigger words where like you hear a specific trigger word and it just, it's like a, a program just shuts down in their brain. And Lady Gaga has a really, really like, it's an extreme example of these celebrity glitches where she's like getting into a car and it looks like her, her mainframe just shorted on her. Mm -hmm. Right. What about, and that's what, Janet, that's what Hillary, because a lot of, remember Hillary with the balloons and Hillary right. with the chai tea? Everyone was like, it's a funny meme. But once you start investigating this, it's like, no, they actually have certain colors and things that come out of nowhere that surprise them. They they trigger and they, they kind of like seize. Right. And that's what right. happened to Hillary with the balloons. Right, Janet? Right. That's exactly right. And, and something, um, for those of you that know, you know, that I'm a nurse, have been a nurse for a long time. One of the biggest things they used to do to treat people with mental illness was electroshock therapy. So think about like, Tommy, you sent me a funny video of, of somebody using a taser on you. Yeah. Okay, yes. so think about somebody <laughs> using. Yes, that, that not, is true. We're not going to say. We're not going to say where. Anyway, that is true. <laughs> think, think of somebody using like a taser on your brain all of the right. time. 
that's the same kind of thing as the Project Monarch where they they like desensitize you and disassociate you from basically reality and then they can reshape your personality into who and what they want you to be. And here's here's the lovely thing. We've talked about <clears throat> before that the vaccines have and it's been this way since 1986. The laws change on vaccinations. They can put all kinds of things in vaccinations. You can't sue the drug manufacturers. You you can't collect on anything. They don't have to disclose all of their ingredients. So they can put nanotechnology into mm-hmm. you and then use these microcomputers, this this brain functionality that where they're desensitizing you and making you a different person. And they can make a normal person like you or Bob or me. Wait, wait, go, time out. Okay. We're not, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're not, we're not, we're not normal, but I'm just saying. Okay. Slow down on those beers, Janet. <laughs> pick, pick, pick your grandma. Okay. All right. Pick your grandma. All right. Okay. They can make somebody like that go out and commit crimes. Yeah. Right. Shoot up a school. Murder, right. rape, shootings. Um, listen, we talk one. about Manchurian candidates all the time and, and how mm. like with a lot of these school shootings, it's like lone gunmen. It's always like a pat right? like a lone gunman, but then you know, they come up with this elaborate plan, but then they get caught real quick. And there have been instances in which when they get caught and, and usually the story comes out very quickly and then it gets, you know, um, depressed. but wait, a lot wait. of times these lone gunmen say that they have like either no recollection of it, or there was like a right. blackout right. or, um, you know, something of that nature. And a, all of these, and we don't talk about this. A lot of these shooters are on what Janet was talking about. They're on antipsychotics, antidepressants. Right. And so, you know, it lends credence to the fact that these people could be possible Manchurian candidates to do this against their will. And I, I remember, I think it was in the, the first or second episode of the No Mercy podcast where I mentioned the, the Zoolander plot. And I know it's a stupid yep. movie and, right. and we all kind of laughed about no, it. You know what's funny, Bob? We laughed at you a lot during it. And then obviously Bob, Bob's huge on, you know, predictive programming and things in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, just from being in the, you know, the art world, you know, you're a musician, you like movie, movies, all that. Right, right. You could see with the, the songs that we had. But um, I can't tell you how many people have tagged me on Zoolander right. uh, since then. Zoolander you know? 1 Go and on. 2. So Zoolander 1, or just Zoolander, uh, you know, Derek Zoolander is this model that gets freaking mind-controlled against his will to kill the prime minister or whatever the hell it was. And guess who was the demonic figure in that movie? Mr. Will Ferrell. We've talked about him plenty right. of times. I did a whole thread on him. Did a I whole thread on Will Ferrell. That. So there you that go. That was actually the least popular thread, I think, too, which is odd because I thought it had the most crazy shit in it. But go on. No, yeah. So, you know, and the thing is he had a trigger word and it was relax. And what the what it did was it turned – it literally – the dis, we talk about the dissociation where it literally, boom, it, it flipped him into an entirely different mindset where he was almost out of control of his body and he went straight after the prime minister to take him out. Right. That's a Manchurian candidate. That's a patsy. Right. right? So, you know, and we, we, we kind of joke around, Oh, that's just a movie. That's just a movie. No, but these right. types of things, you Happen. know, art imitates life. Like we see this kind of stuff reflected in reality. And um, it's the same people putting on these movies, you know, 
Um, you know, I talked to, remember when I talked about Monsters, Inc. at the end of the first episode? Yeah. Right. You're like, oh, right. way to go real dark, Bob, about that. Yeah. But <laughs> Monsters, Inc., I mean, is a children's movie that little kids watch about monsters that go and scare children to extract their fears, and it helps keep their supply going, you know? So it's like, right. guys, these are, these are movies that you're watching and your kids are watching, and they're kind of you know, almost like giving you little clues and hints as to some of the things that are going on, you know? Right. And, and it's 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 usually the same guys, right? Like the mm-hmm. second you hear it's a Stanley Kubrick film. That there's certain people, right, that you know. Like once you hear a certain name, like, all right, I got to pay attention. There's going to be some fucking dark shit in here. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and the we're going to talk a little bit about the 5G connection to the microbes, to the drugs, and how this might work. And it's probably going to tie into my whole white claw theory that oh, we had man. there too, which love to every... Every month that goes by, Bob, this theory is gaining more traction in my mind. It, it, this way, Clark. It's scaring me to the, because I, I, if I end up being right on this, I don't think I need to be right on anything else for the rest of my life. And I could go down. You know what like this going. is? It would be like you batting 150 for the season and coming in game seven of the World Series and hitting a walk off Grand Slam. Are you saying I'm batting 150 right now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you could be like you could be a Kurt Gibson with one leg yeah, and coming. It yeah, it's, it's 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 the ultimate mic drop on it. But let's let's tie a bow on this Gaga thing. So just to finish off, um, woke up today, had all that shit going on, and then I didn't realize where these little monsters were coming from. Uh, the funny thing is, we were talking. I was talking in that thread about um, the what, what's her name? Uh, fuck, I forget. It was Gaga. Winehouse and uh what's the other girl's name the uh the rapper I'm drawing a complete bank right now hold on let me go to my tweet but um whatever her name is so the girl that has the th- conspiracy theory with uh with Lady Gaga and Winehouse uh Crayshawn, that's what it was K R E A Y S H A W N who I'm not familiar with I don't fucking follow any shit I don't know what the fuck this is like I just knew that there was some conspiracy theory so Crayshawn uh tweeted me and wrote something like um this could be real as a joke, I think. And then said, I wish I had her money because there's a whole theory that Krayshawn and Gaga are like the same person or clones of each other or whatever the hell it is. But the odd thing was when I woke up, the thing that really put the monsters in my mentions was that I got attacked by the Church of Satan, Bob. That was the right. That's what I woke up to. I woke up to a tweet from a verified account with 300,000 followers called the Church of Satan. And the Church of Satan didn't seem to like uh, what I was saying. So um, obviously, I'm going to double, triple, and quadruple down on this now. I'm not going to run from these little fucks. You know what Janet said uh, to me when she walked in? She goes, Bob, are you worried that Tommy might be scared? I go, do you know Tommy? You don't know me. Yeah, you don't know me. Because I'm getting that from everyone. Everyone's telling me, and this is a a good point here. And again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm about to toot my own horn. Yeah. So certain people are going to be put in situations in life or in this movement or whatever it is where you're going to have to, if you're not religious, become religious and start right. to understand that. The, and that's what's happening to me. I've said it from the beginning. I talked about it, what, Janet, a month, month and a half ago, me and you had to talk about it where I'm like, yeah, I feel we like. Did. It was about I, a month ago. Yeah. And I was like, I feel something weird. Like I, I haven't felt before. Like I, I, I get it now. You know, like I kind of pushed this out and I would party and go out and just focus on all the, the evils of the world. Right. Like I'd live the right. crazy life. But I'm like, now that in this quarantine, like, I feel like I have a purpose all of a sudden. And I feel, and, and, and listen, I know some of you out there that listen to this podcast all the time are going to be like, Tommy sounds like he lost his fucking mind. I think I found my fucking mind because I literally feel like I have a purpose. And 
whether it's God, whether it's whatever it is, but I know it's God, but is going through me, mm-hmm. you know, like right. not pushing me in a direction. Like I know people have said, I feel like, you know, you have the sand thing, you know, I feel like I, you, you didn't see my footprints because I was carrying you, whatever it was. No, I'm like, I feel like it's inside me right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's some Neo Matrix like mission that I'm on and I don't know what it is. I don't know where it's going. I just know that I'm not the only one. I know there's a lot of people behind me. I know this following is growing for a reason. And I have to be brave and attack in these moments. And that's that's the whole thing today with Jack from Twitter. Everyone's texting me. Stop going at Gaga. Don't do the Eilish thread. Don't go at Jack on Twitter. Stop being so vocal. You know, you're going to get killed. You're going to get. I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm literally at a point where I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. However, this ends. It's I'm going to be doing what I was meant to be doing, and this is what I'm meant to be doing. So this is not the time to stop when these little fucking blue-haired trolls start throwing curses on my Twitter machine. I just got to pray more and and rely on the community more and, and rely on the people behind me that something is happening here. I'm just one of many. There's a lot of us out there that are doing it. I just happen to have a little bigger platform right. than a lot of the people who are trying to do this. So So the community needs me. Not for my knowledge, not for my brains, for my platform. And I'm just going to keep fucking attacking. So anyone who tells any of you out there, whether you have 10 followers or 10 million followers, to slow down, be careful. No. The second someone tells you to slow down, go harder. Mm -hmm. I plan on going all the way the fuck in. I know Bob and Janet are coming with me. The bod's coming with me. The community's coming with me. My followers are coming with me. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep fucking attacking. And this is just getting started. We are not stopping. And this okay. is this is the revolution. I'm going to give you a little something because a while ago you mentioned uh, what are all of these celebrities and all these stars? They're idols. Right. Okay, so I'm going to quote you a little Bible verse right there now. This is this is from Exodus 20 verse four. It says, "You shall not make yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above." or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. So these people whom millions, quote, worship as an idol, they're a false false god. Um, They're not idols. They are not prophets. And they cannot hurt you if you surround yourself in the belief of God. Um, They cannot hurt you no matter what they say, no matter what they do. So, and, just and it's, FYI. This, the, well, I mean, I've been seeing it today, and Bob, I'll kick to you. I know you're you spinning on Go you. Go ahead. But I've been getting a lot of messages on Instagram, publicly and privately. And it's just like, I mean, you want to talk about just like things that almost make you emotional. When you see these people writing, like some of these messages, they probably took 10, 15 minutes to write just to say, Tommy, I know you're new to this spiritual side of all this. Um, you know, I've always been spiritual, I've always believed in God. But I'm becoming like religious. I'm becoming a Christian again, right? Like that's a different journey because it's not even like it's still uncomfortable. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm all of a sudden just overnight flip the switch. This is this is going to be a process for me, and I'm kind of thrown in the middle of the fire, you know, during it. But the people that have reached out and telling me like how to go about those, I'm asking questions like, hey, tell me what what I can do, Janet. I've had talks with you. Like, what can I do? How how do I? you know, go about this in a way that I don't fucking let people down or I don't look like a fraud and I just trust the process that's happening. I'm not going to stop cursing. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. Maybe eventually I will. But right now, like this is me. I feel it inside and I'm not going to change. And uh, just the outpouring of uh, of stuff that 
that I'm getting in DMs and shit is, is it's just it's just awesome and it's right. making me want to go harder. Yeah, and exactly. you know, it was just some of the things I'm thinking about, you know, like because you know you're talking about like you're almost on like a hero's journey and you're it's inside of you and you're trying to figure out what's giving you the confidence. Part of it is the timing, right? Because of right. you're seeing so many things happening and all coming together and people are speaking out in all areas, you know, and I'll just give you a small example. When I started my page, I had a cartoon avatar because I did not want to put my face on this. Then I switched to an image of myself with my eyes covered, but you can still kind of see my face because I'm kind of like, uh, I'll put my face to it a little bit. And now I'm like, yo, the tables are turning. Like what Trump said, the, we're investigating the investigators. So now I'm putting my face on this. And and I have I have confidence. And part of the reason why I have confidence is because of people like you and Jan, everybody else in the community. And, you know, when I'm interacting with people, it's the quality of the people that we're interacting with that let me know right. that we're doing something good. And that gives me um, a kick in the ass to uh, continue to, uh, you know, go on this path. And and like I said, I don't consider myself a prophet or an idol or anything like that. You know, no, I like, the, I like that. The, we're megaphones. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, whatever little you know, bit I can do to help. And then, you know, it's a two way street, you know, so, you know, anytime anybody provides information, that's why, you know, we get this site up and going, I think the two way information is really good because there's a lot of people out there that have got really good talent and they can fill in some blanks that, you know, maybe I couldn't fill up. So it's just like, this is what the great awakening is. It's, it's going on Microsoft and seeing that there's 600 upvotes and 25,000 downloads or votes to a uh-huh. video linking Marina Abramovich to Bill Gates. I would have never have thought in a million years that I would have seen that even two years ago. So it, I wouldn't even have thought 25,000 people would know who Marina Abramovich is and what she does on the dark arts, you know, like let alone be able to vote it down because of who she is. And it's, and you know, and that's the thing. There is no, I know. And, and listen, here's the beauty of it, because I, I've been a very confident person my whole life. You guys know that. I don't give a fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's been different because I still did give a fuck. Like, you know, like you pretend like you don't give a fuck, but you give a fuck. Right. Right. Like my following used to mean a lot to me because it meant I had more people that were following me, which made me look cooler. Now, every time my following goes up, I go, there's another 10,000 people that are going to hear the message. Right. And I swear to God, I swear on everything I love. This is the truth. This I used to gain followers and think, yes, I have more followers. Now I get more followers. I think, yes, we have more followers. Like it's us now and we all have a role in it. And I, I just it's just it's just awesome because these we are going to destroy these people. And I, like, yeah, I they think- are people are waking up all over the place, everywhere. People, everyone I know. Girls, guys, athletes, professional athletes are following me that have half a million followers, a million followers. What the hell are they following me for unless they have no outlet in their own community? Bobby didn't show his face. Uh, Now he's doing periscopes, you know, showing his face for two hours. The reason he didn't show his face wasn't because he didn't believe in his message. It was because, you know, he had other gigs and other jobs and he didn't want to be known as the batshit conspiracy guy to those people and maybe lose opportunities and, and even yeah, be divisive. absolutely that and even to go even further is i was not confident that we were in control right I did, I and didn't that's the whole thing control. it's easier to step up when we're in control right right and it's the same thing as the silent majority no one thought trump was going to win the election i mean we did but most people didn't because they were trusting the narrative on tv and then all of a sudden when everyone rose up 
it was like, oh, fuck, we won. Mm -hmm. There's more of us than we thought, right? And now as this is going on, you remember three years ago, you couldn't walk outside with a MAGA hat. You know, you could, maybe in Tennessee, you might be able to in certain spots where I live, you can't. I wouldn't have been able to tweet this stuff so pro-Trump as I am now. But it's like, as more people come out of the woodworks, as the army starts, you know, joining together, it's like, we're not afraid anymore. You know, it's like, I know people have my back and we're ready to go. And I have your back, you have my back. And this is what an awakening is. And we're watching it firsthand. And I'm telling you guys, this is just the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know where this is going. You can see where this is going. I, it, it, maybe I'm a little more in touch with professional athletes and actors and people like that than a lot of regular people. But I see them. I know them. I've had them on my SiriusXM show. Right. I've right. had them on my I see it. I see who's following me every day. I won't say their names, but I see athletes with half a million, a million, 1.2 million followers following, not liking, not commenting, just watching. And they're going to be coming around. And it's it's huge. Well, so that's what everybody's just using their megaphone or whatever, whatever ends they have to spread the message, you know, whether it's yours through your connections or mine through my satire or Janet through her just like. Knowledge. encyclopedia of knowledge you know yeah. that's it, me i'm an encyclopedia <laughs> right. brown so we all have you know we, <laughs> we all have strengths and you know it's just funny because when i woke up and i saw that the church of satan retweeted you i do want to elaborate on that a little bit because i know some people that you know belong to the church of satan and the you know they claim and and it is part of their tenets that they don't believe in satan like this is just the Church of Satan. The, the best way I can describe it is they're like the democratic socialism, a uh, socialist of like Luciferianism, meaning like right. communism is Luciferian to me, and the Church of Satan is like democratic socialist. It's like oh, free shit, oh, everything's great, you know. So they function under these like seven tenets, which which se- it's like they seem really good and well balanced up front, but they use the same symbols, you know, like, like look at how they attacked you, Tom, you know? And like one of their tenants was like the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom. Yeah, I know. To that's, fucking I know okay? right? that's their fourth tenant, you know? And, and I'm laughing because I'm like, okay, well, all these people are putting spells on my cousin right now. <laughs> you know, spells on my cousin. You know, like, <laughs> Like, in, like, in a foreign language, no less. Foreign, like, like, get the hell out of here. Like, Fucking don't tell me cucks. that, you know, that you guys are just like, they really, they think of like the people I know that are involved in the church of Satan realistically are like atheist trolls. That That's kind of like what I look at them. They're really atheist and they look at Satanism as almost like the antithesis to, to God, not necessarily the incarnation of devil himself. So, but the other funny thing, and I'll, this is the last thing I'll mention is there is a link between the Clintons and the church of Satan, because back in 2018, Chelsea Clinton had a really weird exchange um, between, you know, between her and the church of Satan. It was like, she like mentioned, she always does that. She wishes them like, Happy New Year. Like the happy holidays. And crap. she wears the upside down she cross upside too. Down cross. And she does. Like, she does. So yes. Chelsea Clinton was like, you know, oh, in 2017, I got linked with the Church of Satan. And then the Church of Satan replies, oh, like, so happy to see you, Chelsea. And then she replies like, oh, it's been so long, Church of Satan. Happy New Year. And then they're like, same to you. Like, have a good 2018. It's like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like. What world? The, uh, the the nutty part about it is that it's it, they're they're the big but people and I love it and I appreciate it, guys. Any of you listening, you know, Bobby, Janet, you guys know me. The uh, they'll be like, "Sorry, you have to go through this, Tommy. I'm sorry that you know you're getting." 
I'm like, are you crazy? I'm, I literally said I'm posting Eilish. Like, I was going to do that next weekend. That's coming this week. Like, I'm going for Katy Perry after. Like, bring them fucking all on. I'm sitting here like Jon Snow with us. Like, I, let me let me take your pain. I will be the focal point. Bring it on me. Fire all your arrows at me, Church of Satan, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. Bring it at me. I am fucking here for it. I'm here for all of it. So as much as you guys think, like, you know, don't feel bad for me. Just come with me with full force. That's all I'm asking. When I go, come with me because we are going right at the head of the snake, no pun intended. So Yeah, and I do want to just finalize with a lot of these people. What we're talking about is actual Luciferianism, and I do want to say that. So when you, if you want to dive deep into Luciferianism, which I talked about, and, and you, know, you could disagree with me. I just – the best correlation I can make, it's the communism – of, of, of the satanic practices or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I said, the church of Satan is more of like the democratic socialism. You can agree or disagree with me. I'm one man. That's what I see throughout, you know, what I've read and what I've learned from people that practice this stuff. And, uh, and, uh, one of the, one of the things just to finally put a bow on that is the, uh, we were talking about the athletes and stuff and Bobby, you mentioned that. And I was talking about a perfect example just happened. I mean, Lamar Jackson, for those of you that guys that don't know out there listening, um, any of the people who don't follow football, Lamar Jackson is basically like the second best quarterback in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. And some people would even argue the first, but Mahomes is the first. Lamar Jackson is just a god in the NFL right now. Like if you know anyone who does fantasy football, that's obviously one of the businesses I own. Like Lamar Jackson is a, he's, he's a fantasy just juggernaut. And and a huge presence in the NFL for him to come out and tweet Truz Trump. And a lot of people didn't know what that meant. Well, just a week ago, he got the term Truz copyrighted. He has a Truz tattoo on his chest. So he called Big Truz is one of his nicknames. So basically saying Truz Trump is saying like you're in my posse when Trump talked about him. That was gigantic. Like because the 50 cent one. When 50 Cent came out and had the Trump win on and said, don't go after my president, that's still left for interpretation on whether he's trolling or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's him saying it. And, you know, keep in mind, a lot of people are like, well, three months ago, he said nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Like there's an awakening happening. Nothing matters. Three months ago, I wasn't saying prayers before I went to bed. Nothing matters from three months ago. Like every week is a new week where we're going to get new people converting to the community and to the storm and to the awakening and the revolution, whatever you want to refer to it as. So I don't care what anyone said two months ago. Lamar Jackson coming out was gigantic for the athlete world because that was not left for any interpretation. But uh, that's kind of like a symbol of the new era of quarterbacks, him and Mahomes. Like he's the new era of quarterback, the new era of athlete. The uh, everything about him is just you know it's a perfect face. For this, like you couldn't ask for a better person to. You know, to come and I out. read the comments, and they weren't like extremely negative either. Like it, yeah. you know, some of them were, but it's more like you know, like if he had done that three years ago, it would have been like, all right, bye, oh I'm not God. a fan anymore. You know? Oh my God, I didn't even see it on the news. I didn't even see it anywhere. Everyone just kind of like buried it. Like, oh shit, they got they got Lamar. <laughs> you know? Like, and I tweeted out, I'm like, the uh, the movement has our quarterback. You know? But um, the five G towers is something I did want to touch on mm-hmm. because we talked because Janet was talking about the microbes and stuff. Um, we did a little bit on 5G. I don't know if we've had done enough on it, but Bob and Janet, you guys kind of give it, give an overview for those people who aren't as familiar with what's going on in 5G. I know people see it everywhere, but I don't know if they can capsulize exactly what the importance of 5G is uh, in the grand yeah. scheme of this. All. I'll, I'll kind of kick, kick it off. It, I'll kick it to you. So 5G, we talk about fifth 
generation cellular networks, right? Which it's also interesting that they call it cellular. I'm, you know, um, but um, you know, this this it came out that five G might have a connection to the coronavirus. I'm not claiming it causes the coronavirus or it started it because people are like. Oh, 5G is only activated in a certain number of countries, but, you know, Corona is in this many countries. No, what I'm saying is this. Anytime you have very, very strong electromagnetic frequencies in the, in the atmosphere, in the ionosphere, it subjects yourself to what's called side effects. And anything that's created by man that does have a side effect. And if you don't believe me, okay, sleep with your phone by your nutsack tonight and for the next week if you're so confident that EMRs <laughs> aren't a real thing. So, you know, this, this <laughs> Shannon, put it by your nutsack, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the notion of 5G technology, it has science behind it. It has like, uh, what's it called? Uh, peer reviewed studies behind it that there are right. negative effects of this high EMF or EMR frequency. Um, it shows, you know, phone radiation links with cancer. Um, if you, oh, it also shows that there's a correlation between it and diabetes. So like when they do tests on rats, one way to kind of, um, you know, uh, quicken the, if you're, let's say you're doing a study on diabetes on rats, one way to infuse them with diabetes is you subject them to 2.4 gigahertz of, uh, of, of an EMF and it, it, it produces diabetes, you know, along with the sugar. So you have to have the combination of the two, but it's almost like a microwave. Um, right. And there's peer-reviewed studies that have been uh, suppressed, and there's a reason why that. And the reason why is because it's a trillion-dollar industry. And we talk about the sugar lobbyists, or I've talked about it before, and I'll just explain it real quick so you kind of get a, a, an idea of what happens with, with when you have money and lobbying and everything. So with the sugar lobbyists, what they did was when they found out that there were studies and science that were showing the harmful effects of, of, of processed sugars – they created a team of lobbyists to deflect the attention away from sugar and bring it towards fat. So remember in the 90s, we talked about how they have all this low fat, no fat, low fat, and they just infused it with more of these complex sugars and people were realizing, damn, I'm not losing any weight. Well, the same thing's happening to 5G. And the reason why I know this is because I was driving in my car last week and there was a commercial from Kim Commando where she, where she was talking about don't get involved in these conspiracies relating 5G to coronavirus because 5G has, you know, is not linked to coronavirus. And I'm sitting here listening to this and I'm like, why the fuck would she have a, a commercial that talks about something that most people wouldn't even correlate? Unless and that's how you know it's true because they're trying to scream out in front of it, right? They're getting in front right. of the message and that's what they do. So you see 5G towers getting burned down. To me, I think those are false flags because what happens right. is they report on it. Oh, 5G tower gets burned down by crazy right-wing QAnon conspiracy theorists trying to relate 5G to the coronavirus, you know? And so anytime you see stuff like that, they're trying to get out ahead of the narrative. And I use this and I'll kick the Janet. When 9-11 happened, George Bush came out and said, do not believe outrageous conspiracy theories. That's one of the first things he said, which leads me to believe maybe there's a conspiracy theory here somewhere. So I don't know. And if you, if you want to take it a level deeper, for the, you guys should know by now, but we've been saying this for months and months and months. The shadow has actually said it again. CIA created the term conspiracy theory, right? right. To kind they of did. diminish and devalue us, Janet. Right. Yeah. And and that's a hundred percent true. And the whole 
Um, something that you need to know, and I and I've said this before on a podcast. Um, the vaccines since 1986 have changed. There are heavy metals in the vaccines. They did not stop using mercury other than in a couple of vaccines. So if you think about a high-level frequency of basically radiation, that activates those particles in your system that you got from vaccinations. It can cause paralysis, forgetfulness, you know, motor skill problems, the whole nine yards. It's a hundred percent. Everything they've been trying to do, they've been trying to do for decades. And we were talking, Janet, you were the first one to mention it on the podcast. I think it was the first episode that we had you on um, when you were talking about how these vaccines are built to sterilize everyone, right? Like right. what was it that's in there that's sterilizing people? Okay. So I, w- I want to give you some, uh, some factual evidence Okay, this is the New World Order Population Control Agenda with Bill Gates Foundation Mm -hmm. and the World Health Organization. Um, Since, uh, let's see, Bill Gates has given $10 billion to the World Health Organization. They have been removed from three different countries because of things that they have done to either kill or permanently impair people. Um, They were removed from India in 2017 because they were pushing a polio vaccination in India. It caused acute flaccid paralysis, which means that your muscles no longer function and you're basically like lifeless. Even though you're alive, you're alert, you can't move. Right, like a vegetable. Um, right. This infected 490,000 children. That's it? 490,000 out of the vaccines they gave. They were removed, removed from Africa because 50 children were paralyzed from meningitis vaccinations. 151 infants were died from their mandatory malaria vaccination. Mm -hmm. Um, 1,048 people uh, ended up with permanent paralysis, convulsions, um, and and that kind of thing. Basically, it was fucking up everywhere. Right. And in Kenya, it was under the guise of giving tetanus vaccines to people. Tetanus is for, like, people who cut themselves on rusty metal. To me, it's absolutely not necessary unless you actually cut yourself on rusty metal. How fucking often do this, does that happen? However, when tested, they found that that was an actual sterility vaccination. It had massive increased numbers of HCG. HCG is your pregnancy hormone, is human chorionic um, gonadotropin. Think about what you're going. What language are, is that? Right. right. Yeah. It's it's your. That was, the, that was a language your, Lady Gaga's people were speaking. To right. All day today. That was. Fuck, science, I gotta translate hey, that, and it says Tommy Gaga's gonna kill you. Hey nerd, <laughs> for all my nerd people, that's scientific language. But that's what you have to have to have a a 
a viable pregnancy. However, if you increase those levels to massive amounts, that is your sterility mm-hmm. element of the vaccination. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what is going in to your vaccinations that they're working on now. Yeah. It caused massive sterility, and and all these countries were like, "Fuck no!" Well, I mean, we don't it, want it, you look here at, anymore. I mean, even the HPV vaccination, which which right? you know, I don't know if you touched on, you know, right? I think it was twenty three thousand girls that they did it on, and like twelve hundred of them had severe side effects. Like right. ten of them died. Like this is for fucking HPV, right? Which Wait. like literally guys don't even realize they have, and if girls have it, it's probably like if you had to pick a disease, it's probably the best one to get. Like, and there's fucking twelve hundred of the twenty three thousand. Are fucking like having severe side effects. What are you laughing at, Bobby? How many girls not, give me? Not maybe? to mention the people that actually become positive for HPV, which they test for during a pap smear mm-hmm. after getting the vaccination. Yeah, even I if, mean, I personally, even if they have not had sex before, I am a huge fan of HPV for this like, of the diseases <laughs> of the diseases. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not a HPV fan, but I mean, of all diseases. I am the biggest fan of HPV because Bobby, it pretty much does nothing to us, and we nothing just get, to a guy. Yeah, like so. Don't, I mean, like if I'm gonna get a disease, in that statement. <laughs> I mean, oh. Bob, you have. I mean, unless you're like, like Lady Gaga, where we don't know what HPV. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Of all the diseases, it's the. I mean, it should be called MVP. I think elephantitis would be a disease I may want. You know, no, no, dude, gigantic no, balls. You, and you don't. Gotta it fucking your, hurts. Your dick's so small it almost already looks like you had elephantitis. <laughs> a little, little mushroom, mushroom between a couple oranges. <laughs> That's too good. That's too good. What were you going to say, Bob? You were going to well, chime uh, in. You know, the, the reason why you know we we talk about this stuff. You know, if if you think depopulation is not an agenda, then you there's. Look at the Georgia Guidestones in Georgia. It's a real thing. Uh, the first two. Uh, it almost looked like the stone 10 commandments in the middle of this weird ass rural town in Georgia. And the first two uh, commandments, whatever you want to call it, talk about depopulation, getting back to 500 million. And why to become harmonious with nature. That's what they're saying. saying Yeah. Anything above 500,000, you become basically a, like a parasite sucking all the, you know, you know, the minerals and resources and, and, so they think 500 million is their net zero. And the second commandment, whatever the hell you want to call it on these gu- or guidelines, um, it has to do with eugenics. So those are the first two things that, that are discussed. So when we talk about these things and the people associated with it, Bill Gates has been on record talking about getting to net zero. Bill Gates. I, know, I was just going to do Save that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do another version. Bill Gates, a hundred millions to go. God, when we, you know, the reason, the main reason why we, you know we're bringing up five G is because Wuhan was one of the primary sources of the five G rollout. So there's your, mm. there's like right. your correlation right there to begin with, and a lot and of- the and the epicenter for Corona and the epicenter for adrenochrome, like it literally is like and vaccine. Who'd have known? Synthetic yeah, I mean, you literally would have talked three years ago about Wuhan. No one could have pointed it out on a map. Now it's like every evil in the world is stumbling. Right. However, Beijing, which is less than a thousand miles away from Wuhan, has less than a thousand reported cases and under a hundred deaths, twenty-two million. Meanwhile, New mm. York. Like these numbers are soaring right now, which is a whole. But then all the cell, all the cell phones that got shut off in China, they're actually talking that the number of deaths out there could be close to 
tens of millions. Dude, I've heard like that's, so many that's how crazy, crazy things about I've, it. I, I've seen reports that it could be like 10, 20 million. I heard that they were actually burning bodies that. as early as like early incinerators. Days. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So you want to we... hear some fucked up stuff? No. Well, you're about to speak. So <laughs> I am. Oh my God. Every time, every time I speak, it is so fucked up, honestly. <laughs> Okay, so follow this. You know, I told you on a previous podcast that Bill Gates was responsible for starting the whole corona, you know, in the lab, testing on it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was back in 2015. So pay attention to this little ditty that most people probably don't know. Back in 2015... President Obama gave three point. Are you telling a story? It's like three, you're reading a book. <laughs> Back in 2015, President. Obama. I'm like, I'm, I know, I'm, like, I'm listening be, to like a book that's on gonna tape be right my now. Next <laughs> tune. Back in 2015, he gave three point seven million dollars and a grant to the lab in Wuhan. That was actually just found this week to have let the coronavirus escape. Yep. Now, why the, why would the hell would we be giving $3.7 million in the same year that Bill Gates and the Pilbright Foundation is studying the coronavirus in a level four lab in Wuhan? Why would he give them that money? And a grant. Here's why. Here, At the, the reason exact why is same you, you, fucking time. you create Microsoft, right? You create Microsoft, and then you created Microsoft, and then you create the virus, right? You create the virus, and then what do you do? You create the antivirus software. Right. You cover. You cover yep. everything. Right. You cover. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I took a. I, I went to a very high end business school, uh, Villanova down in philly and um i don't know how the fuck i got into it but um they let me in snuck in through the back door and you know a lot of our business classes i had one business professor now keep in mind when i was in school it was you know like the early 2000s late 90s right i'm old as fuck so when i was there this was like the beginning of the internet age right like the tech bubble was still happening like it didn't already burst or anything like tech companies were exploding and i remember we were the first school uh, maybe in the country, but I know it was in the Northeast to actually mandate laptops for the students. Keep in mind, the internet really just got invented in 97. That's like when I graduated high school. So we were the we were on the cutting edge of the internet wave, right? And what's funny is when we were there, I remember that my, my professor, who's, I forget his name, but he's one of the most brilliant professors I ever had. I just have no memory, was telling us about the wave of the future. And I'll never forget this lecture. And I definitely forgot his name. But the wave of the future was going to be to create internet problems for free mm-hmm. and then sell the cure. So like, that's what he always said. And you saw it a lot, right? Like you create a virus for the computer and then you sell the antivirus. Like I, I'll give you an example of right now for those who need a better analogy of how they could do it in an app right now. What if I created an app where your ex-girlfriends could go and post all your private information and personal information on this app and it got viral in your town. So I created an app that Bobby, his ex-girlfriends could go on there and post him in a picture of Bob and they post all their hate reports on it, right? And it's a free app and it starts to go viral. 
Now, all of a sudden, I charge $4.99 to be able to get yourself permanently blocked from the app. Right, right. Right? So I've created the problem, and now I'm selling you the solution to the own problem I created. This is business 101 uh, in the tech world. And and that's what's going on. And the funny thing is when you think about a lot of the conspiracy theories that I had, you know, what were the three big ones, Bob, that I said? Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. I said the vape pens. And I said White Claw. And I said, something's fucking up here with these three things, guys. There's something wrong here. These things just popped on the scene. Popeye's was a fucking restaurant that was literally going out of fucking business for the last 10 years. Who the fuck talked about Popeye's two, three years ago? All of a sudden, they have the most banging chicken sandwich in the history of the world, and there's lines around the fucking block. That seems interesting. And all the Popeye's in the in the nicer areas did go out of business. Where were the Popeye's left standing? Yeah. Most of them in the inner cities. Mm-hmm. There was a Popeye where my mom where where uh, my mom lives. There was a Popeye where my best friend lives up in Oakland, but they're all gone. They all shut down. But there's still multiple Popeyes in Newark, you know, in Patterson, in Trenton. You know, the inner cities had a lot of Popeyes chicken. So if you think about Bill Gates's agenda, where did he go experiment on the, all these things? He went to the poorer communities, trying right. to wipe out the people who are the most reliant on the government, the people using food stamps, the people who are older and are going to rely on the government through their social security, the people with uh, disabilities who are more likely to eat up healthcare funds. So Bill Gates has a thing where they talk about this like crazy attack on Africa and all these places that he's been where he's just wiping out and killing large portions of people because he doesn't believe they're going to be good contributors to the society long term and we need to lose some people. So let's kill the old people. Let's kill the poor people and let's kill the people with pre-existing conditions. So Popeye's chicken. When you think about the younger generation, if you do need to mind control and brainwash people, these are the people that are the easiest to mind control and brainwash. The vape pens, the white claws, Popeye chicken, all this goes directly at them. So is it possible? Again, when I first had these theories, the reason they came up and a lot of you've heard it before, we got a lot of new listeners right now. But when I first came these theories, it's because, you know, I'm a little bit of a you know, old playboy, you know, I'm still trying, right? I'm single ladies. Anyone out there, me and Bobby are very single and, <laughs> and Janet don't give a fuck. So, you know, we could all do this, but, um, yes, yeah, so if there are any Party ladies at out my there, house. Yeah, <laughs> Janet will hold the camera. She don't care. But, uh, yeah. So, but the whole thing I used to say is when I would go and hang out with girls or go to parties or go down the shore or whatever I was doing, when these girls drink white claw, they go crazy, Right. Like, it's like they're jumping off roofs and stuff. Like, it's not like I'm girls that I've known, people that I've known. I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? It's almost like they did an eight ball, right? I'm like, there's drugs in this shit. Bobby, you've had them since then. These things taste like piss, and we can't stop drinking. I remember the first night I drank them, I was like, I don't even like this shit. It tastes like aluminum. It's so nasty. It tastes like aluminum piss, and I'm fucking drinking 14 of them tonight, and I can't stop, like, doing bumps off a table. What if Popeye's? White Claw and vape pens, because we saw a lot of mysterious health conditions come from right. vape pens to the point where they had to pull them. What if these are all things that were slowly bringing these little microbes into our system and these 5G towers are making them pop off? And you know what's weird about right. that? Because Trump did crack down on vape pens. I'm sitting here like, why the F is he spending time? That was a weird. I'm sorry, I'm trying to drink. Yeah. That was a weird stance when it happened, right? I was like, why is he taking a stance on these vape pens right now? And, uh, you know, like, 
I'll use one more movie. It's just, this reminds me of the movie Soil and Green. Like, it took place, like, right around this time. Like, like, people. Dude, it was overpopulation. It was pollution. It was eugenics. It was getting rid of the weak and then feeding it back to the people. I'm not saying this shit's Soil and Green. But I am. I'm it, saying I, the whole fucking women eating their placenta thing is forced cannibalism. I mean, it's After like, they what get are they when they say, Yeah. I do. Yeah, it, I, I've always thought you that. Know, there's videos of like people that they've rescued from like child sex trafficking. And that's one of the things they've had, like they were raped so often they had babies in captivity and then they made them actually not the placenta, but eat the actual fetus mm. after they yeah. killed it. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but. I have some videos oh, on that with the couple of testimony. It's it's really dark, but I mean, it's there and it's got to be addressed. It and is. that's the thing. Like, I know a lot of you don't want to hear this shit, but right. I mean, and I deal with hard. it. And we all deal with it with our own families, right? Like, you go to right. talk to, like, listen, the problem with, with me and the people around me and you guys now, you know, being a part of this podcast, because keep in mind, this used to be a sports podcast back in the day, right? We're only on episode 23 here of the conspiracy stuff. But the problem is, all the girls that I would date, like my family, my mom, like everyone's like, dude, Tommy, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you so fucking caught up in this pedophilia shit? Like, you know, it kind of creeps me out a little bit, you know, like, they, and I get it. Like when I'm constantly talking about sex trafficking and pedophilia, sex trafficking, pedophilia, it almost makes people think like, is something wrong with this fucking kid? Like, why is he so fixated on little kids? Right. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, they don't even look at it like, oh, he's a good person. They look at it as like, right. is he fucking little kids or something? Like, why is he so obsessed with this? And I keep saying the whole time, you know, we keep talking about how you have to be brave in any movement. You have to be brave, whether it's Rosa Parks, whether it's fucking us in the storm movement, you know, through any movement at any time. The first people to come through it, you know, when you look at Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier, he got death threats. They wanted to murder him. Right. He had to be brave to get through it. Anyone who is the start of any type of movement has to be brave. And we're all in this together. Luckily, there's millions of us and we're not one individual like others in the past. But the thing about it is. This is a tough topic and everyone around you is going to say, I don't want to hear about that, dude. Like, no, I, I don't want to hear about Frazzle Drip. I don't want to watch the John Podesta torture video. I don't want to fucking hear about Epstein's Island. Like, leave me alone. You have to dig as deep as you can go. You have to dig to a point where you get so uncomfortable that you're almost about to throw up. And then when you get to that point, that's when you know you hit bottom. Right. You know, where you hit the bottom and now you're, okay, now I can get to work. Because until you see the absolute epitome of darkness of what's going on with this stuff it will not give you the inner power to fire forward so when people come to me i had a i had a bunch of guys bobby a bunch of guys from my dfs community who called me up like as a joke right like there was four or five guys who were like let's call tommy in and have him talk conspiracies and make fun of him you know and as we're going through it one of the kids made a good comment he said tommy what if all your pedophilia stuff is wrong Aren't you going to feel like an asshole? You're attacking people who may be innocent. And I was like, I actually will take that L if that were to ever happen. Mm-hmm. The problem is, what if I'm right and I say nothing? Mm-hmm. Isn't that worse than me being wrong and someone who's worth $100 million, like they even notice or care? But what if I'm right, which I am, what if I'm right and I don't say anything and I have a platform of 110,000 people that I can awaken that could each tell one person who each tells one person. And next thing you know, in, in a short period of time, we're up to millions who could stop these children being raped. That's a bigger problem than me possibly offending someone or being a little off the mark by an accusation. 
in my mind. Yeah, if you don't think this is real, check. We have documentation. We have flight logs. Check the Nexium cult. That involves right. celebrity John recruiters. Allison Mack. Um, look what happened Nygaard. to all the whistleblowers. Anybody that, that speaks out on this stuff, I mean, you know, they get silenced. I mean, that, that's that's how this industry, you know, and even on a grander sc- scope, some of the early pioneers of this movement, like your Bill Coopers got, you know, mm. suicide. Even, I'll even say Dr. Sebi or um, look, look what's happening to uh, Assange right now. Or I'm even going to say Andrew Breitbart. He was a major hero. He 2012 t- – you know, tweeting about John Podesta, like these people, you know, there are casualties within this, this community, but like, we're at a time right now where it's like, there's too many of us, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's way right. too many of us. It's safer now than it was for Bill Cooper than it was for a lot of these other people back in the day. Like I said, it's easier when you have an army yeah. going after it than when you have an individual, you know, it's like, there was a point when like Alex Jones was one of the only people publicly on Twitter you know, that was doing this shit. That's why they platformed him and thought it was done. Uh, where do you guys think he stands now? I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm kind of, I think they I, got I go hold of him. Forth. I stick by Alex Jones just because he's given me so much good content over the years. And, and a lot of the stuff that he reported was way early on. And it helped me kind of, you know, figure out, mm-hmm. you know, my pathway in this whole thing. Do I think he's sensationalist? Yes. Do I think he has an agenda? Yes. I mean, I don't know. You know, if Matt Drudge or the Drudge report, not Matt Drudge itself, but if the Drudge report um, can get compromised at some point by a foreign entity, who knows, dude. But like, I just feel bad because like, you know, I've gotten a lot of information from him and, and I watched the show for a while, but you know, it's weird that like, naturally I drifted away from him, you know, about two years ago. I don't know why, but it, it was a natural drift. It wasn't like a, he's a shill, he's a shill. But I, I noticed like certain people, I just naturally drift away from and then drift towards other things. So, you know, shout out to at least know, OG either. Alex Jones, you know? Yeah. OG Alex Jones, the best. Janet, what's your take? What side's Alex Jones on? <sighs> you know, this is probably going to piss some people off, I but I'm, coming. <laughs> I am fucking opinionated and I don't sugarcoat anything. Um, I think he has fucking sold out. I used to watch him. I used to get great information from him. And now when, if I see something from him, I'm like, dude, you're, you're fucking lost. Think they got him? It, do you think that now? Do you I think, think he's think sold he needs, out, or do you think they got him? Oh, I don't know if he's scared, and it, and it may be that he's scared because threats or whatever. Right. Um, and it and it may be that I don't know if he necessarily sold out, but it's like the whole PizzaGate thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm really sorry, I did that. I I don't apologize for shit. My opinions are my opinions. If you don't like them, that is fine. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to trust in anything I say. The research is out there. Mm-hmm. I research before I tell you something. Yep. If you don't yep. like it, that's too bad. I just think he's kind of lost it. I think there it is. Be click, a, um, it could just be a matter of clicks and popularity, and, and there's other sources yeah, out there now. It could. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, Rogan, right now, we see what's going on with Rogan. I had Tripoli on the podcast, and he's a fantastic guest, fantastic podcast. And Kurt asked the question, blunt. He was just like, what's going on? Did they get to Rogan? Like, why is he flipping? Why is he anti conspiracy? And one of the main things, you know, he was talking about was that he 
basically, you know, had, had a lot of these guys have to decide, you know, like, do you really want to get, you know, deplatformed just to be the cool guy or do you want to keep the message or, you know, what, what, how does this work? Where is that divide? You know, do I want to go all in or do I want to keep my thing? Like it, it's a very difficult decision to make. And if you look at it, Howard Stern, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, a lot of these cavalier don't give a fuck leaders are starting to turn into you know very like timid very scared very you know kind of let me lay off this shit but i'll look at alex jones the same way i personally look at michael rapaport um uh, i know janet you're a big big fan of michael really hate him you're a big fan (laughs) of michael rapaport no you're a huge fan too i know nope i'll take your word for it Yes. So for me, I know Janet's a huge fan. So for me, Rappaport is to me what Alex Jones would be to Bob, right? So for those that don't know, I know it's come up on Twitter. I'm going to lay it out because we have a lot of people. I'm friends with Michael Rappaport. I'm very good friends with Michael Rappaport. And I know he's Trump hating, screaming, hardcore, and you guys despise the ground he walks on. I get it. Me and him could not be any more different politically We joke about it. We actually don't talk about it when we're talking on the phone. But that is a man who, without him, I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I had to break into this industry. Uh, I met him at a big event with me, Pat McAfee, Jim Brewer, Michael Rappaport, and Matthew Berry. And Rappaport took me in when I was kind of nobody, just trying to find my way and you know, wanted to do podcasts with me, uh, was giving me advice on stuff. He really had my back. Bob, you remember my big blowout with Barstool Mm -hmm. two years ago with Clancy, KFC? Yeah. I went at him hard, oh. and that was my first experience of the little monsters because I saw the bar stool, the stoolies, and I was just getting jumped because I have like eight thousand Twitter followers, and I'm fighting with a guy with one point two million. You know, like I was going at them hard, and of all people, Rappaport came in, squashed it, shut it down, demanded on the bar stool radio show the next day, went on the radio show with his million followers and his voice, and said, "You leave this fucking kid alone." You don't go near him. He's a good fucking kid. And they apologized to me on air and it all just died. So like he's always had my back. He's always been a good friend. I will respect him for everything he's done for me. I could think his fucking political views are bad shit. That doesn't mean anything. He thinks mine are bad shit. But kind of the same way you look at Alex Jones, right, Bob? Like it really doesn't matter what's happening right now because you still got to respect the person for what they did initially to put you where you are mentally to put you in this place, right? Without Alex Jones, you might not be on this podcast. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole host of reasons why somebody may pivot or go in a different direction. I think that's why I think Joe Rogan's a great example because I learned so much from that podcast, you know, from really the last six years. And just like with Alex Jones, I naturally gravitated away from him because I saw a shift in focus for him. And I also saw a shift in just kind of the people that he was associating with and, you know, just the things that he was saying and going back on some of the things that he said before, whatever his reason is, like personally, I don't think he was compromised. I, I think, I think he just maybe said, all right, you know, enough with this. I'm going in a different direction. There's certain topics I want to avoid or certain things that, you know, I, I don't think is like you said, is worth like losing my gigantic platform over. So, you know, I don't have any respect loss for Joe Rogan. I'm just not going to invest my time in it anymore. You know, so that's right. kind of, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But before we get, yeah, go on, Jen. I just want to say my whole thinking on the subject is I am me, my beliefs are me, and I'm not going to change them. I'm not going to compromise them. Tomorrow, I'm not going to wake up and be like, oh, I worship the temple of Satan. And, (laughs) you know, I'm for for (laughs) abortion. 
I know I'm going to start trolling you hard in a different language <laughs> that I haven't learned to speak yet, but it's going to come to me in my dreams. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to sell out. I'm not going to be somebody that I'm not. So that's never going to happen. And Just that's the beauty. Yeah, FYI. That's the beauty of us. You'll hear, um, I, you know, I have to keep the business side in mind always when you're running a company, uh, my other companies, but you'll hear Bobby as we go through constantly, probably what, but once a month, Bob will have the argument and Janet will be on the sidelines. We'll have the argument, you know, don't censor me. You won't censor right, me. Right, right. Yeah, you yeah. evil, evil right. white collar monster, you. And I'll be like, Bob, I'm not trying to censor you. I'm just telling you, don't directly tweet at Jordan Safer and call him a dick. <laughs> like, that's right. it. Like, just maybe, like, be good to the people on our side. Right, like, right. So, you know, and we'll have that discussion. And it's just, you're the grassroots fucking, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. And but the reason I left my job and my company to start this company and start every other I already own three companies. For those of you that don't know, I own three sports companies. But the reason I did it to start my own companies was because I'm sick of fucking people telling me what to do or say. And right. I don't care about the money. I don't care. I mean, money's nice, but I don't care about I want to just fucking have freedom. I haven't made any money this month. I probably lost about eighty thousand dollars in March. And I'm probably going to lose about 60000 in April from potential business that could have come in, uh, my own salary that I take, and then paying employees in March that when we didn't even have a company for the sports companies. And this has been the greatest two months of my life. You know, like this, I've been loving it. And that's part of the reason why I know like there's a higher power and there's a higher mission for me to be going on where I'm not worshiping money anymore. But yeah, we won't change. I promise you guys that you'll never see us. Our our goal is to just continue to grow and take power mm -hmm. with the new site, with the YouTube channels, with growing multiple podcasts, bringing multiple people on board. I'm sure there's some of you listening right now that are actually because Bobby's been doing the fireside chats on Twitter mm -hmm. uh, with him, Janet, Brian, Nick, me, uh, Kurt, Danny. Like it's a whole cast of crew that comes on, right? These little fireside chats that we do, and we're gonna do a lot more of those on the site. So you're not gonna have to wait once a week to hear no mercy they're going to be all over the site janet could just get drunk and turn her thing on and all of a sudden i know, you know right? 100 people five thousand people 10 people it doesn't matter what it is be in there chatting talking we're gonna have forums we're gonna have message boards we're gonna have chat community it's, it's merch like you know we want to basically build a world for you people where when you wake up in the morning you plug in and when you go to bed you unplug where you don't need to go anywhere else. We're promoting other people's sites, other people's podcasts, Tripoli stuff, Sather stuff, Inevitable ET, True Reporting, bring all of it, Larry Johnson, anything. I want this to be a home base, an Amazon for conspiracy theorists, where you guys can just come in and everything's there and you don't need to go anywhere else. And we can form this community and form this army and uh, and really lead the revolution you know, into wherever this is going. So uh, any final words for yourself, Robert, before we get out of here? We're at about an hour, 45 minutes. So uh, let's shut this down before we hit the two hour. Mark. Yeah, I was just thinking, um, you know, closing remarks. If, if you guys want to go on a little interesting rabbit hole, which ties into a lot of stuff we're talking about, um, the uh, February 1997 episode of George Magazine is a very interesting little rabbit hole because uh, it talks about the survival guide to the future. And on the cover, it includes Bill Gates, who talks about to John F. Kennedy. Save me from myself. Um, Bill Gates. It mentions Bill Gates on the cover. It mentions Hillary Clinton on the cover. It mentions world domination. Um, it, it has an interview with Bill Gates where he talks about privacy issues and how we would need some type of cataclysm or war in order to bring a, about reduction in privacies. It's a really interesting little 
tidbit to show that like, you know, does looking glass exist, you know, or is this just an amazing coincidence, but it ties in JFK Jr., Bill Gates, Hillary Clinton, everybody is is on on this magazine. So check out that, that edition. Uh, There's a lot of cool, interesting videos about that. So interesting little rabbit hole. So I'll leave y'all with that one. Nice. Janet, final words. Ooh, rabbit hole. All right. Um, I want to. <laughs> I want to tell everybody one piece of information I didn't get to disclose earlier. For everybody who's listening, and who, this is really important, in September on the nineteenth, Trump actually started an EO that said it is for the National Influenza Vaccine Task Force. It is now under military control. From the DOD and Homeland Security, which means we are pushing cures, not vaccines, because the vaccines, if you read the EO, are all going to be redone because they're faulty and they do not work. I like the fact that that's a little tittlebittle that no one knew. Plus, it also created the private testing sector and i like how we got it and actually four different people's voices right i know it's like she goes into like little characters i I really felt like today with janet we actually they're gonna want to know janet you got to give us the update how many beers down are there how many beers are you down I have one left. No, how many? I've had, you I've, I've, no, that's I've good. Had, Ended there. I have one left. <laughs> I have had six already. I have one left. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna drink the seventh together once we get off air. So uh, I got nothing to leave you guys with. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, continue to follow all of us on Twitter uh, at No Mercy Pod. Keep in mind, I'm probably gonna get my Twitter suspended at some point very soon. So make sure you follow at No Mercy Pod uh, on Twitter. Follow at Bob's Lessons. Follow at Deplorable Janet. Uh, follow all of us because you know once they once they wipe me off the Twitterverse, uh, you're gonna need to go to these people to find out where the hell I am. So hopefully we'll have the site up by then. But uh, follow No Mercy Pod on Instagram also. Uh, Janet, you don't have Instagram, Bob? Do you use Instagram for this stuff or no? No, I do no. not. So yeah, I changed my Instagram. It used to I be Tommy GDFS. You did notice it? Tommy G Patriot. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it used to be Tommy GDFS for daily fantasy sports. But I am now a conspiracy theorist. I'll get back to the gambling and fantasy stuff. Don't worry. Those of you that are fans of that stuff will do that too. But while we were in quarantine, DFS is gone. It is now Tommy G Patriot on Instagram. That is my new Instagram handle. So you can follow me there. I made it private temporarily just so the little monsters can't get into my Instagram. So uh, I will be approving you with that. DFS and just call it Daily Fights with Satanists. (laughs) I know, right? That's perfect. Perfect. Daily fights with Satanists. I like that. Big news, guys, for you guys. Uh, next week, uh, not next week, in two days, uh, I'm going to be recording a No Mercy podcast. I don't know who's going to be joining me. It might be Bob, might be Janet, might be the bod, but uh, Kurt Schilling will be coming on, uh, pitcher from the Boston Red Sox. So I'll probably throw that in the intro if I have time to make a little intro and Rusty can put it together. But uh, if we didn't get an intro done, uh, now at least you know that Kurt Schilling will be on with us. Kurt Schilling is a patriot, he is a Trump fan. He is making waves all over the Twitterverse. So uh, probably drop Thursday morning, the Kurt Schilling interview. But we will have Kurt Schilling on. I have Aubrey Huff, who I've been speaking with. A lot of people in the queue. I don't want to say names because then once I say names, you guys just ask me for them to be on immediately. But a bunch of big names that will be in the queue uh, coming up. So for Bob's Lessons, for Deplorable Janet, and for myself, I am Tommy G. 
Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't, ain't, ain't no mercy.